0: Welcome to another episode of Talks for a Magical Monday, the weekly podcast of the Heralds of the Gospel. I'm your host, Brother Gustavo. For those who are not familiar with the Heralds, the Heralds of the Gospel are a community active in the Catholic Archdiocese of Toronto, as well as several other cities across Canada. Founded by Monsignor John Cladias, the Heralds comprise priests, religious brothers and sisters, and lay people, since their pontifical recognition in 2001 by Pope John Paul II. And for those who are familiar with the Heralds, this podcast features the talks following the Heralds' weekly rosary at St. Patrick's Parish in Schomburg, Ontario, where the brothers share some consoling and encouraging thoughts precisely geared to those dreaded beginnings of a probably hard week called Mondays. If you want to know more about the origin of the podcast, please stop right here. Go back and listen to episode number one. So even if today it's not Monday, but you're still commuting or doing chores, take heart Brighten your perspectives and enjoy today's talk, recorded live at St. Patrick's Church in Schomburg, Ontario. The topic how to discern the action of grace or temptation in everyday life. Welcome then to Talks for a Magical Monday, the weekly podcast of the Heralds of the Gospel. <laughs> So, um, welcome back. I was, I was thinking today about this topic, which is interesting. How to discern uh, the daily action of grace or temptation in everyday life. We're always bombarded by temptations or by graces, and sometimes we carry... We go on, we continue on, uh, you know, not, not really thinking what happens with us, right? And sometimes we tend to get distracted, and sometimes we tend to just think that, well, you know, things happen just by chance, or just happen, things happen, or sometimes we're in doubts. We are in a moment when we have to take a decision, and we don't know, is this God, God does will this from me or not, or maybe something wrong I'm going to do. So we need that kind of discernment. When are the angels talking to us without being visionary or anything else? But you know, it's just the common normal life of any Catholic and when temptations talk to us, and that alternation happens all the time. So you know, our first founder, Dr. Plinio, he always used to comment this thing. He said, we have a wrong concept many times. He says, the world It's not a closed creation, it's an open creation. And why? Because above us we have the action of the angels and underneath we also have the the action of the enemies of us. When we are born, God gives us a guardian angel. He assigns a guardian angel for us. Actually, He assigns guardian angels for everything. When a couple gets married, for instance, God sends them a guardian angel that is going to take care of their marriage. When a a boy or a girl are born, God sends them a guardian angel to take care of them. When an institution is founded, when a parish is founded, God assigns that an angel and so on. But then also happens the opposite. When we are assigned a guardian angel, then, the ones down there that want to, 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 to lose our soul, they also assign a fallen angel to make sure that we are not going to get to heaven. And if we think about that, if we think that sometimes we are under the, the, the action of an angel, and some other times we are under the action of you know, the devil, because it is a, this counteraction, this, this fight going on, then our notion of things change quite drastically because now if we are a person who is really really thinking well we have to pay attention okay when am i under the action of an angel what are the characteristics of the action of an angel or the action of grace and the opposite saint ignatius of loyola he's a master in the topic and he talks about consolation and desolation right so he says okay by the fruits we know the three so what are the fruits of the action of an angel? peace joy hope serenity so every time we experience peace hope joy or serenity we can be sure that the grace or the angels or divine providence is telling us something and what are the Opposite fruits of that, depression, nervousness, um, agitation, insecurity. And then we have to create a second nature by which we are going to be able to, not in, in an obsessive manner of course, but we have to be able to realize because we carry on, and we continue on, and so on, and many times we don't even think that an angel can inspire us something that is beautiful. We just think, oh, how well I'm thinking today, how, how, how well I'm feeling today, right? So we have to kind of create that second, we kind of exercise, you know, that, that, that kind of you know, muscle that we have in the spirit, so that we are going to be able to discern what is happening with us. And that requires a little bit of, again, of of, of an exercise and so on. But it's going to be very, very interesting to guide us on the everyday life, especially when we have to make decisions. Because sometimes we have to make difficult decisions and it's not that clear. Sometimes we have to tell something to someone and, you know, if we thought better, maybe we would say something that is different. Maybe we are all carried away by this agitation, by this uh, serious anger, maybe, or just we just want to tell this person what we have to. But tell me something, is that person going to get better or worse after you say this? And if we examine ourselves and if we think a little bit, we're going to find out, okay, so I'm going to say this, fine, am I peaceful? joyful, serene, or I am agitated, depressed, and nervous. And there we go. Because it is proper of the grace of God to leave us in complete peace, in happiness. And when we say something, we're going to be moved by not venting our momentary you know, impatience many times. But actually doing the opposite. We are going to go and say, okay, I want this person to get better. I want them to be the best version of themselves, as we say in the confirmation classes, right? So the best version of yourself, fantastic! So am I going to help this, or am I just going to vent my fury of the moment in such a way that the person is going to close himself or herself, he's going to, in the end, is going to be also angry at me, I'm not going to get anywhere. So those are, you know, very, very beautiful rules of discernment sent Ignatius of Loyola gives us, and that are very applicable to everyday life. Also, um, many times when we feel, we were talking about this last week, when we feel depressed, depression is tricky. If depression comes from a medical condition, okay, you know what, we go to the doctor, they help us and so on, because you know, sometimes we need vitamins, sometimes we need this, we need that, that's okay. But when it's something that is spiritual, there is a thermometer for us to find out. Well, uh, souls have, we have, everybody has something that is a thermometer that is given to us. And what is it? It's this good sadness, the bad sadness. What is the good sadness? The good sadness, believe it or not, comes from God. Why? Remember, by the fruits we know the tree. So the good sadness tells us this. Yeah you messed up, yeah you're not being the best version of yourself fantastic, okay, but you know what, let's get better at it you know what, let's do something, go to confession, receive communion I don't know, something and then start getting better, doing better moving in the right direction, let's go, so we are not happy with the way we are we are not really happy with the way we are acting but that gives us a sadness for not being the way we should be But at the same time, that sadness propels us to be better. That comes from God. That is a grace of repentance, could be a grace of conversion, or could be a grace that is going to move us to be better. Fantastic. There is the other sadness, the bad sadness. And what is the bad sadness? The bad sadness tells us, Gustavo, there is no more hope. Give up. Stay in bed. Don't get out of home don't talk to anybody and don't even think that God is going to be interested on you to get better. No! There is no more hope, there is no more plans for you. That's it. Give up. That is the bad sadness, that is the bad depression. And why can we say that doesn't come from God? By the fruits we know the tree, remember? So, when we are with this bad depression or the bad sadness, we can't pray. We don't feel like turning towards Our Lady, turning towards God, turning towards Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, and asking for help. Not at all. We're kind of blocked. Everything closes. Uh, The whole horizon just looks dark and horrendous and, 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 and without any hope. Why is this a symptom that this doesn't come from God? Because it doesn't bring us to pray, doesn't allow us to pray, and doesn't allow us to focus into being better by the grace of God so by the fruit we know the tree so when we feel like that number one yes we have to close the door for sure number two we have to turn to Our Lady and be proactive When we are being tempted, we're going to just sit down and receive all the blows, right? Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm I'm in the middle of a temptation. Now, boom. Okay, okay. I'm just going to be there here until, you know, everything goes away. No. At that moment, it's good to do a little bit of penance. Something simple. You're going to take a glass of water. Wait 30 more seconds. Why not? You're not going to die for that. And you offer a small sacrifice, but we're going to be proactive. We're going to be saying a rosary, fantastic. You know what? Add three more Hail Marys. Or one more decade. Just because at this time, we're under attack. And then let's do good exercises of piety. Mm? Go in front of our lady, kiss her image, think about her a little. Think that you know we're going to be proactive, and it's a counter-attack on our behalf. Until grace comes back again. Because this is an alternation. Sometimes we feel temptations, sometimes we feel consolations. And when we are tempted, we have to think about how beautiful it's going to be when consolations come back. When we are in consolation, let's think, we, let's get strong now, because later on, the tough times are going to come, and then we're going to have to persevere. So, today, we come in front of Our Lady, in this magical Monday of ours, We take refuge at the feet of Our Lady, we pray a little bit, we say the rosary. And why not? Let's ask her to help us to have that discernment. And every time we have to go through tough times, if you want to research it, there are 14 rules of St. Ignatius. St. Ignatius calls it the rules of discernment of spirits. It's for us to discern when consolation is acting or when desolation is coming. So, those things are very, very formative, because it's like a new lens by which we can see the everyday reality, and it actually becomes a very interesting experience, because when we start to see these things every day, through this lens, life becomes incredibly interesting, because now we're able to see the angels, not seeing physically, of course, but to feel, you know, the consolation of God, or when desolation comes, we know where it comes from. Of course, this is a very short you know, more, uh, short talk about this. There will be much more. That's why people go into retreats, silent retreats of a week. When a missionary at the time of St. Ignatius was going to be sent on a, on, on a mission, a Jesuit at the time would spend one year on a silent retreat. Why? Because they would go to South America, they would go to Asia, they would go to Africa, and most of them would not come back. So they would spend a whole year in silence preparing themselves for that mission they were going to do. So, you know, (laughs) this topic we're talking about, it could be developed at length and length and length. But let's finish here asking Our Lady for that particular grace that we always are discerning and we start to think, hey, what's coming here? Comes from the angel, comes from my guardian angel or comes from the other side? And it's going to be very, very interesting because once we discern, kind of everything becomes clear and we can make decisions and we can take positions in life that are much more profitable for us. So let's say, one Hail Mary, asking Our Lady for that particular grace. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Immaculate Heart of Mary, St. Joseph, St. Patrick, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good night, everyone. Rest well. And this is all for today's episode recorded live from St. Patrick's Church in Schomburg, Ontario. You can reach us anytime at one of the Herald's websites, such as heralds.ca forward slash podcast, New Insights Multimedia forward slash podcast, or you can also subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you normally listen to your favorite podcast. And as per now, pray hard, work hard, keep growing in devotion to the Eucharist and our Blessed Mother, evangelize by word and example, and be, every day, more and more, a real herald of the gospel.